this is Corey. And I'm Sharonda. And this is Until Forever. This is a relationship podcast where we do not claim to be experts or gurus or anything like that. We're just sharing our journey. We want you to be encouraged. We want you to encourage us. So as always, we ask that you like, you share, you follow. We're on all the platforms. We got podcasts and things. Like we're really trying to help somebody. Amen. 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 I'm sorry. We're not in church. I'm very churched. I think (laughs) you guys know that by now. Um, But we're here. And today um, we really want to talk about uh, reasons relationships fail. Um, But we're not going to, we found, I found a list online and some of the things really stuck out. And I sent Sharonda a text and said, man, we should talk about this. So we're going to dive in here. What did you call me? I said I don't remember. Oh, she didn't remember. <laughs> I had receipts. Okay. Fellas, always have receipts. These lady folk will trip you up. I'm telling you. Always have. Is she looking at me? Yes. Don't tell me. Is she looking you at me? You didn't even talk about the fact that we're like sitting somewhere new today. Oh, we are actually sitting somewhere new. <laughs> we're in our dining room because our dining room is on the first floor of our home. And I can't go up to the second floor of our home. Or I shouldn't go up to the second floor of our home uh, because I had uh, ankle surgery. So um, I'm on crutches and um, it just made a lot more sense to do everything down here. And my gracious, wonderful, amazing wife brought everything down here that we needed to get stuff set up. I'm enjoying this. Listen, I'll never have this chance again. To be, they they what did they call us when, when I pull up to the door? At chivalry. Work, they 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 say that my wife is chivalrous, chivalrous. <laughs> I can never say that word. Chivalrist. Chivalrousist, <laughs> and they tell her that um, that I'm getting that curbside service. He really is though, because he can't. Like I feel bad for him. I don't want him hopping all the way through the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yes, for the next few episodes, you'll notice a new background. In our dining room. It won't be long. I'll be back running around here. And I'm back on my weight loss journey. But for now, I'm hopping. So, anyway, number one on this list. I just want to dive into it. Okay. It's it's really, because some of it is, is, is dope. Some of it we've talked about before. We're not going to bore you with that stuff. I want to jump into some of this newer stuff that we never touched on. Um, I think we've talked about trust issues. Uh, the lack or loss of trust is one of the most um, couples long term. Okay, anyway, the number one reason relationships fail is trust issues. Would you agree with that? I would agree because it just depends on what the trust issue is about. Like it could be about finances or it could be about cheating or it could be about lying or, you know, whatever. But the bottom line is when you get to the root of it, like you don't trust the other person. That's huge. It's huge. We've dealt with that. We've dealt with trust issues um, on many different levels. Um, and that's exactly my, my thought process on it is people be like, you know, do a trust fall. You know, you'll be cool. No, it's deeper than that. It's, it's not just, you know, trusting that the other person will catch you and, you know, building a relationship that way. But, you know, I think we had a lot of 
okay, early on, there were trust issues with me being able to be faithful because I was a whole. Oh, let me post that. I wasn't. I wasn't no good, bro. In the beginning, bro, I wasn't no good. Oh um, but but when we got married, you know, I, I was totally committed to my wife. I've always been, and. But the trust issues were there because of what happened before we got married. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, you know, it was, I mean, it was clear. that as day, Our first two years of marriage, probably our first five years, was the rockiest, just like, man. I There were times when we really, you know, well, I'll speak for myself. There were times when I was saying to myself, we're probably not going to make it. Really? Because I, when I would tell Corey, like, this isn't working. <laughs> And he was like, we took vows and I'm going to be in this. Are you in this? And I'd be like, oh, this man is crazy because like, we should just call it quits. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think you were actually thinking like that. Well, I was scared of that. I, I wasn't walking around thinking it ain't going to last much longer. No, I, I wasn't doing that. But I was, I was scared that it was going in that direction because I knew how big trust was. So this being number one on the list, not a surprise to me at all. If you can't trust your the person that you're in a relationship with, mm. bro, it's just not it's not gonna work. And again, so many different levels. Not just trusting that I'm gonna go out and try to be with somebody else, but trusting that I'm gonna be a man when I leave this house and take care of my responsibilities. Trusting that I'm gonna bring the check home and not be out doing what I want with it. Trusting that if something happened to you, I'm gonna have your back. Trusting that I'm going to be the best father that I could be for my children. Trusting, you know, that I'm always going to put my family in you first. Like there are, there are a lot of people who knows they know they woman ain't gonna cheat. They know they man ain't gonna cheat, but they don't trust them to help build the home. Oh, definitely. So we have this like running joke because during our first, first or second year of marriage, like the car I had when we got <laughs> married. I was like, there's this noise. There's this noise that I keep hearing when I'm driving. And Corey's like, oh, it's nothing. And then we went to visit uh, one set of Corey's grandparents. Um, yeah, decay. Mm-hmm. And and it, so it's like, now it's like the timing belt. So it's like timing belt on the car. It snapped. We needed a new timing belt. But like, that's like, that was like the running joke for me. It was like, no, because when I told you I heard the noise, you said it was nothing and it ended up being the timing belt and the timing belt popped and then we were without a car and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, that was like the running thing for me. It was like, he didn't believe me when I told him I heard a noise. And he was like, oh, it's nothing. And then it was the timing belt and we ended up coming out of more money. So then for me, it was like anytime anything else came up, it was just like, no, I'm not going to let Corey handle this because of the timing belt. So... That was just like an example for me of how like mistrust and from one thing ends up like overflowing to another area of the relationship. So I'm I'm not going to uh, sit up here in front. I knew something was wrong, <laughs> um, but I also knew that Sharonda is a chronic like overthinker, stressed. Like if. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to see anything. So my thing was, you know, it's cool. Don't worry about it. It's cool. But I thought we had a little more time. I didn't think it was going to be a while. We was out. Like, we were literally, we were going, we, we were, were driving to Springfield. 
from Decatur yes. when it happened. Just to do something for the day. Mm-hmm. So we're in Illinois, guys, because it was Decatur, Georgia. And, but yeah, so we were going like from Decatur, Illinois to Springfield, Illinois, just to get out and do something for the day because there's really nothing to do in Decatur. And then we were stuck and your dad's cousin had to come get you like your mm-hmm. dad and uncle and them, their first cousin had to come pick us up. And then we had to take the train back to Carbondale mm-hmm. and then they fixed, got the car fixed and brought it to us basically. So we, I mean, thankfully we had two cars. Corey's car was here and that he had before we got married and my car was the one that the timing belt messed up. But I brought that up just to point out, like, that was, like, the thing for me. It was just like, no, I can't trust him with this responsibility because, I, like, he proved that I couldn't trust him here. And sometimes people do that. Like, they will hold something against you in other areas where you never even did anything to lose trust in that area, but because you've proven untrustworthy somewhere else like they just apply it to everything across the board yeah that's very true and that was you that was me because that's how i think i'm an overanalyzer like i like i'm brushing my teeth and i'm thinking about my day and it's like oh because they said that and i should have said this but i said this next time this happens i'm gonna do this like that's how my mind works and that is very exhausting I'm sure it's <laughs> that's very selfish of me to say that. I'm sure it's exhausting for her as well. But when I tell you I have to navigate through all of that on a daily basis, bruh, and I, I just have to I have to trust that she's going to trust God and we're gonna get through it, you know, together. And and she there's some things that she's just gotta trust me about that as the husband, as your as your man and, you know, I can't just keep saying provider because it's 2022. <laughs> and in order to survive, everybody got to work. Oh, Lord. Like, the, the child labor laws, thing <laughs> is, like, Caleb is going to be nine. I think that's working age. Oh, my need gosh. To go out and he needs a paper route. My Lord, today. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's just, you know, that's just where we're at, I think. So, again, trust issues, that's a given. I knew that was number one. These next two, they're going to probably take us through the rest of the the episode today. And they're the two that really like slapped me in the face. Different expectations. Different expectations. What do you think when you hear different expectations? In the relationship? Just period. Different expectations. Or the relationship? Um... It, it matters. And so I, I think that comes up with like the type of discussions you've had as the relationship is growing, how long you've been in the relationship. Some people date for a very long time before they move on to something serious. Some people casually date. Some people like date for like a few months and they hurry up and get married. It just depends on the couple. Um, but expectations are like a huge Thing you should notate because each person is coming into the relationship with different backgrounds, different experiences, different ob- observations. Like the relationships Corey observed when he was growing up versus the relationships I observed when I was growing up, they're totally different 
ways of seeing how relationships work and then acquiring your own way of what you think you would want and wouldn't want. So like when we first got married, and we've talked about this, I think, before in season one, where like Corey would always tell me like, life is not a romantic movie. This is not a fairy tale. And I was like, because I didn't have a lot of experience in relationships other than like, you know, you'd be like, oh, we go together, like in junior high, high school type thing. Like that was pretty much it. Um, and so being in a relationship with Corey and then getting married, it was just like, I felt like it's either this way or like it's not working at all. And for Corey, it was just like, no, we're going to work through our problems. We're going to work through our situations. And I was just like, no, you don't understand. Like, if it's not perfect, then we're doomed. Like, this isn't working. Um, and then expectations as far as, like, what each other should do in the relationship. What type of roles the other person carries out. Like, um, I'm sure relationships, Corey observed, like, the woman probably didn't take out the trash and uh, I don't know. But those are things I don't care about. Like, if the trash needs to go out and Corey's not in the room... I'm going to take the trash out. Like, I don't care. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, I may want Corey to take the car to get gas, but there are some women where they're just like, I don't do that. The guy's going to do that. And that's just simple things, but it could be even larger things like um, initiating romantic moments and bedroom moments. And I don't know, the list goes on. Doing things with the kids. I mean, it's it, it can be a big issue. I can see where that can be a big issue. And if you don't communicate about your expectations and the real the reality, like how can this be realistic? Like can this expectation actually happen for you and still be something that I enjoy doing? Or is this expectation unreal because I would never do that? You know what I'm saying? Like common interests and things like that. Yeah, and then with with even in, in communicating your expectations to each other, it's extremely important to be open about those expectations. It's one thing to say, "Hey, this is what I'm expecting." It's something totally different to say, "Hey, I know this is different than what you expect, but let's how can we let's meet somewhere in the middle here and figure out how to navigate through this expectation I have." Like I know when we got in the game, you know, this is something that we've mentioned already. Um, back in season one but like when we got married I had like this idea of fix all the food all the time iron all the clothes wash all the clothes like you just you do all of that stuff and I'm just supposed to be me like that was and even me saying it now it feels like why in the world was I feeling like that but it's all I knew I was I grew up in a very traditional home with a very traditional family um, and we really, <clears throat> we really thrived around each other. We, we, you know, we loved each other and we loved hard and not just us and not just blood, you know, anybody that came around, we took people in and we loved them like they were family. And that's just what I was used to. And, you know, my expectation is that, you know, she now is one of us, you, not, you know, I knew we, the two become leave one flesh, cleave, you yeah. know, leave, cleave, all that. But it was, to me, it was like, she's now a part of this gigantic, you know, unit that I call family. And she's just going to slide in there and be one of the women that I'm used to seeing. So, you know, like my Aunt Carla, she cooked food all the time every Sunday. 
you know, everybody would cook a dish and bring it together. Sundays was just our day. That was our expectation that, you know, after church, we all going to sit together as a family. We're going to eat. We're going to enjoy each other, have a great time. And, you know, we'll see each other next Sunday and some throughout the week. You know, that was just that was us. That was always my expectation because that's all I knew. The shock came <laughs> when when we moved. I had lost my job and we moved to Chicago. Uh, Sharonda was pregnant with Caleb and we had to make moves. Wasn't nothing opening in Carbondale. I needed a job. I had my CDL. It was a ton of great pain. CDL jobs in Chicago. I said, listen, uh, I, your, your mom's happy to take us in. Let's go. Let's try to make a life up north. So we moved there, and I'll never forget this first Sunday. We had church. We got out of church, and they ain't Kojic. So we got out at a decent time. I'm like, oh, yes, it's about to go down. And I'm looking around. I'm looking for family, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, we either going out to eat or everybody bringing food over to the house. We got some. We can play some games. Maybe watch a movie. Is it a football Sunday? Like I'm just in my head. I'm like, okay, this is the expectation. This is what I'm used to. When I tell you, we went to the house and everybody was looking at each other, bro. So we wait. Where's Where's Uncle? Where's cousins? Where's Where's your family? Like, why ain't nobody showing up? Y'all don't want to go to Red Lobster? Like, we ain't going nowhere. And like they they was when one time I brought it up and everybody was like. Why do you think we supposed to? And it, it was just, that was my expectation. So when I realized that we had totally different expectations of doing life, I had to really quick, you know, that was a tough transition for me, man, because I really was uprooted from everything. And I was even in Indianapolis because the family isn't as big, but every Sunday, family gathers at grandma. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because... We were all grown mm -hmm. because growing up, I mean, my my grandfather was not saved. And so on Sundays, we would have this thing where my old, my cousin that's older than me on my mom's side, um, he lived with my grandparents. And so what we what would happen was we would get home from church and my mom would send him in and she would say, wave back out the door if granddaddy cooks. And, like, we just never knew, like, either Granddaddy was going to cook, like, this huge Sunday dinner or he wasn't going to cook and we was going to have to go home and, cook and, like, cook ourselves. No, that's terrible. But it was never, everybody got to eat, you know, like, on Sunday. Like, that's, that's money. Like, Man. can you imagine taking a family of six out to dinner every Sunday? We could buy a mansion if we took all the money that my family has spent <laughs> eating out throughout the years we could probably buy a city so it was just crazy. I, I think maybe just because everyone was older and you just kind of get out of the habit of it so like yeah so like to us we get out of church at what like 11 30 12 o'clock like it's lunchtime so we may grab something for lunch or you come home and fix a sandwich but like it's not dinner time Bruh. so she dinner said, is ready at dinner time she said come home fix a sandwich <laughs> Corey is what? like used to like okay what? church is out one o'clock we eat on like a heavy dinner and then we'll still eat that again at dinner time <laughs> it's two, two dinners you eat dinner twice that's what you sit you eat you sit down you enjoy each other's company when you hungry 
you fix another plate, put that mug in the microwave, it's just as good as it was. Bro, I'm telling you, Sundays. Oh my gosh. And we going back. I'm, I'm telling you, we going we going back. So I hope you're ready. She mouthing something. <laughs> Our monitor's over here, so I'll be trying to see what she mouthing. Oh looking. my gosh. If you can read what's you know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we going we going back. Anywho, expectations, yeah. I, I would say that was probably a, but that wasn't the worst one. Mm-mm. No, and that's not even the bad even one. now we still have like yeah. you know, like we're both working yeah. full time yeah. jobs, both in school, the kids have their activities, kids have homework that they we need to make sure it gets done. Mm-hmm. There's literally clean laundry sitting on the couch. It's been there for like three days because I'm just like going through it. Like, yeah, here's a shirt. Here's underwear. Take what you need. My ankle. <laughs> I'd help. I'd be helping with clothes. With but it's ankle. just you know. But I think I think it's I think it's safe. I think it's safe if we're gonna move to like an advice portion. Of okay. Things. I think it's safe if. Your expectation of each other is like an over, overarching thing. Like if you're saying, my expectation of you is whatever comes, we're going to figure it out together. That's a reasonable expectation. We're going to figure it out together. Whatever, because I mean, when you grow up in your own personal environments, you, you're going to have two totally different sets of expectations. And you're either going to fight each other on whose expectation is going to take the lead or you're going to say, you know what, our two lives have now become one life and we have to figure out, we have to set new expectations within each other and figure out how we're going to, you know, make that happen, make that work. But that really takes us to the next one and that is (laughs) moving through life at different speeds. Now, you know, I understand why that, and that's number three, I almost said number third. That's number third on the list. And this is why I don't like to record later. They don't know what time it is. It's early, y'all. No, it's not. I don't want to go to hell. I'm sorry, Lord. It's late. I'm sleepy. Oh, my God. Anyway, (laughs) number third on the list is moving through life at different speeds. Now, what does this look like? Just to lay the foundation. So, You've seen it, and I don't watch this show. Sharonda watches it. It's weird. It's called something about us. This, this is, is us. us. How are you going to bring up them. a show that you don't watch? That is them. Because <laughs> that, last night's episode was very interesting. Uh-huh. And uh, the concept, that what's happening is the big girl, I don't know her name. Katie. Kate. Katie. Who? Kate. Kate. Her name's Kate. <laughs> Her and her husband, you can tell that he's done some things in his life and now he is moving through life at a different speed than she is. And because she hasn't caught the wave, he done left her behind and now decisions are being made she don't agree with, but he's like full steam ahead. There is there is there is nothing that can save that Yeesh. until he says, you know what? I'm at a different speed. We need to figure this out. Here's the here's the here's the kicker though. Here's the thing. Because if I bring that home to us and make it personal for us, I think our different speeds have to do with faith. Oh, definitely. Has to do with faith. Because my faith is like, bro, God could give us 
20 acres of land tomorrow. Sharonda be like, where is it coming from, though? Like, how is that going to happen? Like, I need to see the seats. I need to figure that out. That's not, you know, she be trying to, she need the steps along the way. Which is why I be telling her God is going to deal with you in major ways because your faith has to be stretched. But, like, my faith speed is, like, 30 times faster than hers. I realize that. So I'm not finna go out here and make big faith moves and have her in the house stressed out. What I'm gonna do? Because I will be stressed out. What I'm gonna do is pray about it. I'm gonna talk to her about it. I'm gonna grab her and I'm gonna bring her along with me. Hopefully, elevating her to the level of faith that I have. But I can't increase her faith. She has to believe God for that for herself. And she is getting way better and amazing at it because everything that God is doing for her. If we could segue real quick into these amazing uh, sweatshirts that we're wearing and the Waymaker oh, sweatshirts that she had. Oh, hoodies. Sorry. <laughs> hoodies. Hey, tell them where they can get one if they want to get one. New And I knew that. I just like to hear her talk. Okay. So I'm going to be quiet because I, <laughs> I know she wants to weigh in on this, on this, you know, going through life at different speeds. What do you I think? do. Oh, never mind. <laughs> She I really don't. I just, I, it could be anything. It could be, you know, and that would be an excuse of what a lot of people will use about like, I need to be with someone on my level. I need to be with someone that makes the same amount as me, or if not more. Or I need to, as far as females, and I need to be with somebody who is saved. I need to be with somebody who lives here. I need to be with somebody who loves the same things I love. And differences can have their benefits to a relationship mm-hmm. to a certain extent but when you come to moving like moving through life at a different speed i would say you gave a perfect example for a show he doesn't watch you guys um <laughs> of this is us the most recent episode because um that's pretty much it it was like they felt they when they met each other they were on the same wavelength and then toby just started to like progress in certain areas like weight loss and career and then here is Kate and she's not progressing as quickly um, and as rapid as Toby is and she started to hold on to certain values that were no longer apparent values for Toby and so that is what can happen in a real life relationship like if you're moving at different speeds then you know somebody else one person may be willing to make certain sacrifices that the other person is not um, and that goes back to communication and trust. Um, so it, it can, it can make or break a relationship. I, I definitely agree with that being on the list. Now the key word in that moving through life at different speeds, the key word in it is different. We're going to move through life and there's going to be a speed. <laughs> That's just the way it is. And speed translates to a lot of different things. Speed could be, you know, community or, um, Lord, I done lost the, the thought. <laughs> It went away. What's that when career? I knew it started with a C. Oh, my god! It could be your career-oriented, your career Wait, path. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of people who are focused on their jobs when the other person is ready to start a family, mm-hmm. but the other one doesn't feel secure mm-hmm. yet. They want some more things done first. Like it's it's those are different speeds. Some people are ready to make big moves, you know, like yeah, move from wow. a small town to a larger city, yes. or move from a larger city, move from state to state, or to pursue a degree, and the other person's not ready for them to pursue the degree because they have another plan mm-hmm. or. Um, 
leaving family behind. You know, it could be anything really. Um, so yeah. And that's, I mean, that's launching a business. It could be anything. You got to, like I said, the key word is different. So the way that you fix that is you look at the differences. Okay, so where are we misaligned here? Where what what differs? Like this is my view, this is my perspective of life and where I think we're going. What is yours? And how do we make those align? Because if you don't have those like base conversations, you're gonna look up and think that this person ain't supporting you, this person ain't with you. But that person that feels like that, you, you feel like that person ain't with you and they're not supporting you, but that person feels left. And honestly, uh, I don't mean to sound like super deep or anything like that, but like you guys know, like we're Christians, we believe in God, we seek God, we pray, we fast. And so um, that if you're a believer, like that's going to be a very important aspect of your relationship. And just like you would plan, just like you planned for yourself, like when you were like young twenties, maybe a teenager, like, Oh, in the next five years, I want to be here. In the next 10 years, I want to be doing this. Like you should be doing the same thing as a couple. Like, where do we see ourselves in a year? How can we get there? Where do we see ourselves in five years? How will we get there? Where do we see ourselves in 10 years? How will we get there? And it's okay if all of those things don't happen exactly the way you plan. But if you're both moving towards the same goals, then nothing is coming as a surprise to you, really. Simple fix. Vision board. Oh, yeah. You want to go deeper? Do a five-year plan. Do a one-year, five-year, ten-year. You should have a family vision. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm saying that I think that's something we need to, because we, we have a pretty clear We've outlook. actually accomplished a lot of the things that My we God. were working towards. God has been I mean, it took us, us 10 years to get here, Man. but we've accomplished them uh, because, of, because of God. Mm-hmm. And so now it is time for us to sit down and kind of just like reassess yeah. our individual dreams and, and then our prayers and dreams for the family, for the kids. Because in 10 years, we'll have a house full of teenagers. Yep. So, um, yeah. So, um, do that with us, if you don't mind. And you can send us a message and let us know how it's going. You can talk to us. Uh, if you got some topics or something you would like to hear talked about, tell us, man. If you got testimony, you don't mind us sharing. We'll share that mug. Look, it's about helping one another. Share that Helping mug. each other. Was that bad? No, it's just very slangish. Anyway, we are about to interview our first couple of couples um, for, that are going to be our guests on the podcast. So we're excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're excited for you so to So we're going to start like saying us with another couple and then us again, us with another couple and us again. So we're excited for you guys to meet these couples and get to hear some things from them. And they're amazing people, people who have encouraged us by just living their lives so I know they're going to encourage you guys. I know it. So we're done. You ready to go? Yes, I'm very tired. <laughs> tired. I just keep saying that. I'm just tired. I can't wait for Saturday when I can sleep in. She ain't even did nothing tonight. I don't know why. I did not do my workout today, but I have gotten in. Wait for it. Mm-hmm. Let me <laughs> check mine because I know I beat you. 8,881 steps. Yeah, that's all she got. 
That's it. I am almost at my calorie goal for the day and three minutes away from my exercise goal. And I... Trying to close these circles, guys. Got to close those circles. I have been standing for 15 hours. <laughs> of and course you are when you're hopping along on crutches all day. Don't diminish my accomplishment. <laughs> I've been standing for 15 well, hours. If you want a standing goal, I have 14 hours. Who was, who was 15 bigger than 14? What's your goal for the day? All right. So we're going. That's what I thought. Let's we're swipe going. over and see Corey's. My goal for what? 300. <laughs> My goal for what? You're at 53%. I'm at 89%. Oh, on that note, good night. <laughs>